the Freedom from Empty podcast, building strong, effective, resilient leaders and humans. My name is Booth Andrews, and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you haven't joined my email list, what are you waiting for? Go to boothandrews.com and subscribe to get the inside track on new content, programs, and offerings. And now we'll dive into this episode. Man, there is just something about fall that makes me happy. The air feels lighter and finally cooler here in the South. As the earth sheds its summer layers, it seems like there is more expansiveness in the world. As I write this, I'm sitting on my screened-in porch, cool morning air, blanket, lap kitty, and all manner of bird calls and the residual drops from last night's rain as background noise. I referenced seasons in episode 27, and I am struck by them again today, but for different reasons. I have talked to my clients about healing as a process. As we heal, it isn't a straight up and forward path. In fact, the path is wholly unpredictable, except perhaps for one thing that I am starting to see as constant. When I was very newly back in the light, at least on some days, I was able to articulate it this way. There is no guarantee that we will not visit the darkness again. But what we can hope for as we heal is that when the darkness comes, it will not take us down as far or hold us there as long as it did the last time. We return to where we have been, but on a different plane, almost like an upward spiral. We return to where we have been, but with greater resilience and more understanding that what feels permanent isn't. We return to where we have been, but with more tools in our toolbox and more grace for ourselves. We return to where we have been, but with more mindfulness and presence to our experience. We return to where we have been, but better able to ask for what we need in terms of unconditional love and support. We return to where we have been, but we have the opportunity to practice new skills or even learn new lessons each time. And slowly, as we come back around time after time, much like the earth cycles through the four seasons, year after year, we discover new layers of ourselves, new layers of our pain, new layers of brokenness, but new layers of healing too. There is part of me that is tempted to wonder, am I there yet? Have I done enough hard work yet? Am I healed yet? Like when does life flow and get easier and simpler? Will I ever really be well or will I live with chronic mental illness for the rest of my days? I used to ask these questions much more frequently when I was new to my journey, when I really had no way to frame or understand the breadth and depth of what I had been through, what I was currently going through, or what was yet to come in the future. And then, as I started to string together more good days than bad, and the longer I have been on medication, the more I just came to accept that perhaps this is part of my life for the rest of my life. But I am also reminded that I have likened therapy to peeling back an onion. You peel back some layers, you process, you hurt, you heal, you find homeostasis, and then you discover the next layer, either through therapy or your body releasing something new 
or revisiting a toxic pattern for the umpteenth time and finally seeing it for what it is. And you do the work all over again. There are times in our lives when we get to practice the lessons we have already learned. Much of my podcast and blog content comes from my daily practice and relearning much of what I have already learned in the last several years, and also my experiences as I share what I have learned with others. And then there are times when the next layer comes to the surface and we have a choice whether to proceed. I have mentioned that I had the opportunity to take 200 hours of yoga teacher training as part of my journey. I took this opportunity not because I had aspirations to be a yoga teacher. I took this opportunity because I believed that yoga was a powerful tool that could support me on my path to reintegration of my body with my emotions, reestablishing pathways that had been shut off for decades. And even though I knew that, I was unlikely to get myself to yoga class alone on a regular basis. What I didn't realize at the time was that yoga would also be an incredible tool to allow me to begin to reintegrate with my soul and my connection to the universe that I lost when my mom died. I have come to believe that reintegration is some of the most healing and restorative work that we can do on our path to becoming whole, well beings. And for some of us, because the synapses have been blocked for such a long time, it is going to take a number of active measures in order to facilitate full reintegration. And so, despite the time that I have spent in a yoga studio and in a gym doing intentional focused movement, and despite the pieces of myself that I have uncovered and reintegrated into my body and soul over the last few years, part of me has known that I am not done yet. What I recognize today is that my body is still sending me signals. Some of those signals are pain signals. Some of them feel more like numbness, like there is not as much feeling in those nerves or energy moving through those pathways compared to the sensations I can feel in other parts of my body. And what that tells me is that there is still more work to be done. I recently had the opportunity to co-facilitate at the Woven Retreat. I cannot say enough about that incredible experience. I have never seen such a deep level of community and connection birthed in such a short amount of time. The seeds of that time spent with 20 other women will bear fruit for years to come. And at the end of the retreat, we each set an intention, something we intended to release. I set an intention to release pain, illness, and injury from my life. It still sounds a little ambitious to me. Does it sound ambitious to you? Unattainable even? Because to some degree, we have been taught or have come to believe that our pain, illness, and injury lie completely outside of our control. And yet, I feel called to explore the possibility that I can be even more integrated, more whole, and more well than I am today. Now, I have had enough experience to know, although I forget regularly, that when I set an intention, the path opens up before me. The path almost never looks the way I imagine it will, and it very often requires more perceived challenges than I would like. But there is no question that I get what I ask for. 
And so really, even before I set that intention to release pain, illness, and injury, I have become aware of some of the resources that will help guide me to my next level of physical integration and healing. And I am reminded that even though part of me just wants to rest on my laurels and be done with healing already, there is part of me that has more to learn, more to heal, and ultimately on the other side, more to give. I think the truth is that we are never there. And I will admit that the idea is both exhausting and inspiring. I think we have a choice to accept the status quo is good enough, which likely has its own unforeseen consequences, or to peel back that next layer and see what we can discover and heal along the way. I choose the second option because I can. Even though the path is sure to be rocky and scary and uncertain, and may even feel like madness along the way. And I am so grateful that I don't have to go it alone this round because I have chosen to lay down my superhero cape. Okay, let's be honest, the damn thing spontaneously combusted. But I have chosen not to weave a new one. I choose to step forward on this path of life and healing with more vulnerability, humanity, grace, presence, forgiveness, and compassion than ever before. I will call my community around me every step of the way, and I will share as much with you as I can along the way in hopes of holding the lantern out in front of you and helping to light your path. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe and remember to rate this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you write a review of the podcast, I would love to share it on air in a future episode. I look forward to being back with you next time.